0: You are listening to Jai Long and this is the Educators Rising Podcast. Now, I know you have big questions. How do people like you and me make it as an educator? How do we sell online courses? How do we successfully coach the people around us, bring everybody up in our industry and take our lives And our knowledge to the next level. If you are obsessed like I am and you're thinking that's exactly you, that's exactly where you want to be, then this show is going to be for you. We're going to obsess over all those little things that are going to end up getting you big results. Thank you for listening. Let's get into it. Hey, course creators, educators, coaches, and mentors, and hustlers. Guess what? I want to bring you in behind the scenes on my next coaching and course program. Now, if you know me, I have been doing courses and creating courses for around four years now, and I've got some of the best-selling courses out there, and I have done the legwork. I've done the hours to create courses and through this experience, we've learned a lot of different things. Now today, I'm actually creating a whole new program, but it didn't start today. It actually started back in 2020 when I came out with the idea and the roadmap of this new course and coaching program. That's when I came up with logo, the idea of the name and a few different things. But I have been going backwards and forwards of like, what should I include in my course and how should it all work and everything else. So This is part one of the process of my journey of creating a new coaching program. And I want to show you in behind the scenes of what it actually takes and the ideas that I have and everything else. So, today I'm going to talk about my personality, creating a program that actually works and fits with my personality, the name of the program and how I came around to actually naming a program, the logo itself and why I've chosen the logo that I have, the price point and who I'm actually trying to attract. And what's actually what I want to include in the coaching program and how I came about working out what I think should be in this thing. So this is going to be really, really exciting. And this is something that I wish existed when I first started creating courses and everything else because so often like we can feel alone. Uh, We're listening to podcasts, we're doing all the things, you know, you, you watch YouTube, you get all inspired and get all the answers. But sometimes you need to see somebody actually doing it and hear their thought process on what blocks did they go through, how do they overcome them, how do they feel, and maybe humanize the brand and humanize the product because so often we just think, hey, you're just putting something out there and you got your shit sorted and the rest of us don't. And so I want to show you that I don't and there's a thought process behind everything and I think you're going to learn a lot. Now, if you do want to join and know about this coaching program, it is for course creators and for coaches and for mentors. You can actually click the wait list link in the show notes below this episode wherever you're listening to it. If you're on YouTube right now, it's below as well. Now, if you do do that, I'm gonna send you out some emails and I'm gonna bring you in on the process behind the scenes as well in that. So that'll be really fun. And also last thing is if you wanna leave a review for this podcast, I don't run ads or anything like that on there. I will give away a one-on-one coaching session with myself with one course creator out there in this month. So, if you do leave a review, you're in the draw to win that one-on-one coaching session. Okay, let's get into today's episode. Okay, first of all, I think when I'm creating a program. It's not one size fits all for everybody and I really do like put a lot of weight into thinking about creating something for my own personality. Now if you don't know this about myself, I'm very much an introvert and it can be hard to be an introvert and then show up and then be a coach and be extrovert yourself into a community and build a big community and get a lot of attention and things like that. But at heart, I'm an introvert and I do know when I need to show up and extrovert myself into places that I need to be, especially into communities and things like that. But um, creating a course myself, it means that I get to write the rules and then create something that I believe works best for my personality. So with the big part of this course that I'm creating right now in coaching program, I really did want it to be working with me, not against me. And I want it to be... The less amount of resistance as possible. So when I'm showing up, for instance, if you show up all the time and someone tells you you should have a coaching element to your course, but you hate showing up live, then it probably is going to be a really hard journey for you. It's going to be hard to scale and grow when you are always thinking about this thing behind behind the scenes of like, man, I just don't want to show up and I hate showing up live and I hate having to be somewhere at a certain time and things like that. So I really do think about that. And then I think about like, how could that work? Could I hire another coach? Could I hire a community manager? So then I'm less involved in with the community. Should I, maybe I'll set more expectations. Maybe I'll let people know that I'm an introvert at the start. And so I'm attracting more introverted people that resonate with my teaching style and with my community. I don't know. There's a bunch of different things. But for me, that does come down to like number one, When I'm creating a new program, and this is going to be a course and coaching program, I really do need it to work with my life, my goals, my lifestyle, the way that I work, my personality, and I think that really does come down to being number one. Now, number two, I've been thinking about the name a lot, and I came up with the name, believe it or not, with this course, we came up with it in 2020. And I knew that it just wasn't ready at that time for a few different reasons. One was I was not ready. And two, I don't think the market was ready. And I think that's really important. Sometimes I will release things like way before it should be released in terms of like maybe the market's not ready and people are not educated or they just don't know that like creating a course could be something for them. And so it can be hard to be premature into a market where you have to teach people the reason why that you have something. Now fast forward to 2023 and I feel like it's the perfect storm as in like the perfect time that I know a lot of people want to become educators, they want to be course creators, they want to run workshops in so many different niches and one of my niches that I work with is creatives and I work with a lot of photographers and in the photography space there's a lot of people that say like the next step for me is I want to be an educator. Where three years ago, people didn't say that. And now they're starting to say that. So I always come up with these ideas, which is usually years before it's time. So another example of that is the Six Figure Business Map, which is my best-selling coaching program for photographers. Like I came up with that in around 2017, but the market wasn't ready for that then. And then when I finally seen that the market was ready was 2020. And so I already had the idea, I already had the framework, the structure and everything else. And so when COVID hit and then we were inside, I knew a lot of online learning was going to be had. So I already had the idea and then I could execute it when it was the right time. Now with this one, I was actually going to release this in 2020, but I realized and I did a survey and asked people, like, would you be open to, you know, starting your education side of your business? Or do you want to be a course creator? Or do you think you could be a coach? And a lot of people said, no, they didn't aspire to that. But fast forward to today, it's the main thing that I hear people say and it's really interesting. And so I've already had the idea. In fact, I got the logo made back then. We already started the website back then. I I created the framework back in 2020 of what I thought it would look like. Obviously now it's completely changed. Now with the name, I'm actually calling it The Course Launcher. Now, I did change that. I changed it at the start of the year and I started thinking I should call it the educator's map. So that way it's sort of from the business map and then you've got the educator's map. But the thing is, it doesn't really teach all aspects of education. And I think that might be the evolution of where I go next. Where this really is the blueprint of how I create courses and look after communities and for me, it's more exciting to create something like the course launcher. So even though I changed it at the start of the year, I'm back and I think don't mark don't don't hold me accountable to this, but I think I'm gonna call it course launcher. So it's called Jai Long's Course Launcher. So back when I got the business map created, um, I had an amazing, talented graphic designer do the logo for the business map. And then I actually back then asked him to do one for Course Launcher as well. So I have the same style of logo made by the same guy. And it's been sitting on my shelf for three years. And now I'm bringing it out. I'm like, ooh, this is going to be a cool little, I guess like evolution of like the first program that I created to the second program that I've created. So Course Launcher. Yeah, similar kind of logo, but going backwards and forwards with design, it can be really hard because, you know, trends change and things change. And I guess because I've been sitting on it for three years, like I've kind of, I kind of fallen in love with the logo more and more. And I feel like it should be the thing that I create. It's interesting. If you're listening to me right now, like you might be thinking like, wow, I didn't know that Jay played such a long game. You know, I thought he'd just smash things out whenever he had an idea. But I always have ideas and then I'll shelf that idea for a little while and then I'll come back to it. So I've got a whole library of things that are sort of sitting there, you know, like projects or logos or I'm actually obsessed with buying domain names because I've got so many different ideas. And as soon as I have the idea, I buy the domain name, which is another thing. I bought coursecreator.co back in 2020 because now that I'm ready to execute on this idea – I've got all the infrastructure in place, which is really interesting. Now, the next thing is the price. And I've been going backwards and forwards of pricing. It's been so hard. And one of the reasons why it's hard is because, well, there's a science between how much do you need to make for your business and for your business to grow so you can actually hire people and you can actually thrive in your business. I think this is really important. Like you need to be shameless with your business and want it to actually grow so you can hire people. Now, I think so often people are not building the dream building to survive today and you need to be able to build a dream. So what I mean by that is like I need to price it so in the future I can hire more people so then that way I can attract more people and that way I can better serve my clients and that way I can get people results. Now if I just price it for today and what I need today, it's going to be completely different, you know, because I don't have all that stuff and I'll have to be doing everything myself. The price point also determines who you attract. Now if you're too cheap, you're going to attract Maybe people that you may not want to work with all the time and you could end up with more problems. If you're too cheap, you probably end up with more admin work. You might need to hire a full-time admin person to look after that whole role. So it might cost you more if you're cheaper. You might get people that don't value your stuff. It might cost you your reputation. It might cost you people's results. So if it's too cheap, people won't take your course or coaching seriously. And then they won't implement the thing because there's no pain there. And so then you stand to lose getting people results. So as it gets more expensive, funny enough, it can be cheaper to run because you're going to work with people that actually value you and your time and what you're doing. They're probably going to have less questions and they're going to complain less. And then you're going to get people to actually show up and there's got to be some sort of tension there. It's got to be some sort of pain. So then they show up. Now, if they show up, then they're going to get results. And if they get results, then you can grow your business because the only way you can scale a business is with reputation and getting people results. Now, if I don't have that and I release this course and it's too cheap and I can't get people results, I simply won't be able to scale this business. It's going to be really hard. So something to keep in mind. And then on the other side is obviously if you're too expensive, then you can... You can lower your reputation as well because people can see that you maybe they just say like, I don't see the value in it. Uh, Maybe you're trying to rip people off, like maybe, you know, like what is your intentions with this? So it's a really hard one where it's a fine line where it's the price point where you're not trying to attract everybody, you're trying to attract the right people, but then you don't want it too expensive so then that way you still attract somebody because for example, There is this sort of curve point of like when it gets too expensive, you get less people joining, which means you actually make a lot less money, but you still have to do the same amount of work because you've got people joining where if you make it a little bit more affordable, you can get more people to join. And so at the end of the day, you're actually going to lower the barrier of entry, which means more people will join, which means you will actually make more money and it's going to take the same amount of effort and work to fulfill the actual program, funny enough. So there is a real science behind pricing and I'm actually right now writing out the course content on pricing, funny. And I always forget like how much of a pricing science it is. Like it's, I think in this coaching program uh, or in the course, it's the biggest module, funny enough. It's not the marketing strategies, it's not the, you know, how to build a community strategies, it's pricing, because pricing knocks on to everything else. Like if you're not attracting the right people with the right amount of people, it's going to be really hard for you to show up, hard for you to scale and grow the business, hard for you to thrive. And it's so important for you to thrive when you're creating something like this, especially if you need to show up for other people's businesses and you want to see them thrive. Now, it's going to be really hard for other people to learn from you if you're always suffering and struggling and feeling undervalued and overworked and underpaid, right? and they're not going to be inspired by you they're not going to be best served by you if they're waiting to get back you know uh waiting for you to get back to their emails or to get back to their questions and their community or whatever it is and if you haven't been able to be serious in, in your coaching program you haven't hired people to do those things then you're neglecting the very person that paid you money that joined your program so the price point needs to include the dream Where are you trying to scale to? What are you trying to grow? How can you best serve them? And then what pain do they need so then they're actually going to show up and they're going to do the work. And when they do the work, they become a case study and then they can spread the good word. And that's how you scale a business with reputation. All these things that I do, like it's never can be about, you know, money and then being a cash grab. And you do see those all the time. I see course creators creating like cash grab courses and I don't think that's the right way but they're not sustainable. Like even if they do make a little bit of money at the start, they're just not sustainable. But the ones where they've like really engineered the best practices to get the biggest results in the shortest amount of time for their students, like, and it's got tremendous amounts of value in it. That's where they create an actual brand and people keep coming back after program, after program, after course, after course, after workshop, after workshop, year after year. And they build something really sustainable. So the last little thing is like just I've been brainstorming a lot like what to include in this coaching program. So originally it was just going to be a course with no coaching. Then it was going to be coaching only and no course. And then I came to a conclusion of maybe it should be coaching and course. And then I came to a conclusion um, maybe it should be one tier is just course and then the second tier is the course with coaching. Now, the reason being that I kind of came to this conclusion is because I'm thinking about like where I was at and when I needed things the most. For example, a coaching program is going to be a lot more expensive. And I remember a time when I just needed a course to get some of the answers to get me off the ground so I could make some money, so I could invest in some coaching, but I didn't and I couldn't afford coaching at the very beginning. So if I got a tier where they start from there, so it's a lower entry, and then they can work their way up to the coaching It means once they're ready and they've built the systems and they've got everything in place, then they can upgrade to coaching and then I can give them more support. They can submit in their sales pages and their opt-in pages and I can look at the conversion rates and all that kind of stuff and give them some advice And so from there, I feel valued because people are paying more for those services, which I know is worth a lot. And then I also know I'm helping others because those that can't afford that kind of attention and maybe they don't need that kind of attention and support yet, they still can get in, get the answers and then run with it and then start making some money and then they can aspire to move their way up. Now, the next thing is what's really interesting in what to include in a course or coaching program and I say this all the time, is what is the minimum you can include? And I think this is the most important thing. A course is not more valuable because it has more information in it or more videos or more content. And I think so often we have this limiting belief where feeling insecure about our program or what we're including the value. what we do is we overcompensate by just adding more stuff in it. But adding more stuff just adds more overwhelm and more steps for your students. Now, if you drew a straight line and said, you know where they are right now, what is the minimum that they have to implement to get the results that they need so then they can get to the next level? Now, if you can do that without giving them overwhelm and you give them a clear step process like and nail down those steps, then you're going to have more success and people completing the actual course and then people loving the course. So as an example, if you had a 30 step process and you had 200 videos and I went for 24 months that course would actually be worth less than if someone could get you the same results and it was a five-step process over six months with 10 videos. Do you get it? Because if you can condense down the things that they don't actually need and create a really tangible roadmap, so they implement A, then they go to B, then they go to C, and once they implement those things, it equals D then they are no longer overwhelmed, they'll make a bigger impact and then they'll also get results much faster without any overwhelm. It's really important when you're creating a program to get people results as fast as possible. Now even for me, like with my six-figure business map, um, it's a 12-month program but we aim to get people results within two weeks. Like that's the main thing. We go, how can we get someone winning straight away? That way It confirms to them that they made the right choice to invest in the program and then they're looking for more wins and then they're chasing that adrenaline of like, man, I want to win and I want to share that and I want to create something better and, and more meaningful and it's actually working and everything else. Now imagine if someone joined my program and all of a sudden they just had to get to work and they weren't making more money because they have to do hard work straight away they probably would tune out pretty fast and my retention rate would drop, which means people's results would drop, which means my reputation would drop, which means the bottom line of the business would drop. And that's not what we want to do. So of course this stuff's not about like get rich quick schemes or anything like that, but I do want get wins quick and I want that sort of in that way it keeps people motivated. So it's really interesting because I keep um, going through different versions of this course basically and I got it all in notion and I go through and I'm writing out what do they need and then I add more stuff in because I'm like oh actually with this you're going to need another video on that and then to address that problem you're going to need another video on this and then after a while it ends up being a lot of videos and then I go back through and then I go comb through it again okay so what could I subtract and what is actually just sort of adding to the noise? What could I make at the bare minimum for them to get the biggest amount of impact possible, the biggest amount of money, the biggest amount of students, the biggest amount of subscribers, like whatever it is that they're trying to achieve. And then I go through and I'll, and I'll cut it down or combine some videos, maybe make a couple of longer videos. But then I go back through and I'm like, where's the gaps? You know, where could they get lost along the way of the journey? And I don't want that to ever happen. I want them to go, Oh, It makes sense to go from A to B to C to D. So it does take a little while and I've been working on this process for this course for actually three years now. So in 2020, it's not full time, but in 2020, I did start my Notion doc and I've been just going backwards and forwards and looking at old notes. And every time i got an idea, I add it to it. And then sometimes subtract things or sometimes like because it's been three years now some things are irrelevant or I've evolved as an educator as well like a lot over the last three years so there's so many new things I want to add so many things that I would add today that I wouldn't have added a long time ago now last little thing I want to add to this episode is whenever I launch something so let's say for instance a six-figure business map I actually took it on tour for about two years before I launched that course and I did in-person workshops and I wanted to do that to see if my strategies would actually work and how people would implement them and how they would react to it and I think this is really important because you can actually start seeing how people yeah react and see if they like the content that you're creating because some things just don't land and then it could be even just a story or analogy or or something like that. So by the time I created the six-figure business map, um, I had it pretty dialed in with, I knew what worked and what didn't. And in fact, we actually re-recorded the whole course last year. So we've got 2.0 now because I learned even more once people started doing it online. Now with this course creator, I actually created, sorry, course launcher. I actually did two retreats this year. So I did one in Spain that I just finished up. Shout out to you guys. I know you're listening right now. One in Byron Bay. Shout out to you guys. I know you're probably listening. And both groups are just amazing humans and they're just ambitious. And I know they're just, they got their heart in the right place. And I know they're going to do big things. So I'm really excited about these two groups. And what was really cool is I got to test some of the things and different things at each retreat as well. So I actually tested different things at each retreat to see which would, what would work and what doesn't work. And I'm happy to say that I would say a lot of the stuff works, but it's interesting. Like, it's not that things don't work. It's just that like where did someone get lost along the line? Or what didn't they understand? Or what created more questions instead of them knowing the answer? And what created the aha moment that I knew that they needed to take their business to the next level or to have that clarity? And so when I'm going through, you know, the pricing structure or the launching structure or the marketing structure, I look around the room and I can see and get that feedback of like, where's the aha moment? What landed? What didn't? What was actually a waste of time? What really moved the needle? How could I get the needle moving stuff quicker? And it kind of changed everything that I originally wrote in this course. So the course that I've been writing over three years, after doing these two retreats, there was a lot that I changed. Funny enough, and there was actually a lot of stuff that I took out and I realized it wasn't actually needed at all. I was like, man, people didn't even need to know those things. Like really, the best thing they could be is less confused and they just need a full roadmap of just A to B with no resistance. How can I get results? So that way I can go back to my genius zone, which is creating the course and actually serving my community. I mean, that's all they really need. And so it's really cool that I can create something that's going to hand that over to them. So that's it. So that's part one today of just like the idea and thought process behind the journey of like creating this actual course and program. Um, I'm going to do a few more parts. Part two is going to, I'm going to dive more into the design and style of the videos and um, style of the content and what I'm thinking to like actually deliver the content and all the thought process around that. The next part will be the actual build. So that's actually going to be like, you know, more behind the scenes of recording videos, writing out workbooks, implementing this stuff, you know, going through all of that. And then the next part will be like the pre-launch to talk about marketing. What am I going to be doing to create the biggest launch possible for myself, for my own program, give myself the best chance possible? Then, of course, the launch itself. So I'll go through the behind the scenes of the launch, what it took, what I implemented, what worked, what didn't, what launch strategies was the best at this time for what I was doing, everything else. And then, of course, I'm going to do a recap of the launch of numbers, conversion rates, what worked, what didn't. And I'm hoping that this little series of actually bringing you in on the journey of, you know, the program that I'm creating is going to inspire you in a lot of ways and probably give you some aha moments for the stuff that you're doing. And if nothing else, a lot of the times I just love hearing people that are doing something similar to me and their thought process and how that all looks and everything else. So that's it. And I'll see you on the next episode of Educators Rising. Hey Riser, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm excited to see the big results that you get and Celebrate those wins. If you do want to join my community, I have a Facebook group called Educators Rising. And I believe it's the place that you need to be. If you want to share your wins, you want to share your strategies and everything else, I do show up live and I do get in there and interact with everybody. So it's a lot of fun. Also, if you're a creative entrepreneur, I do have a podcast show called Make Your Break. It's incredible. We have so many good speakers, there's lots of motivation, inspiration tips and tricks, strategies, and everything else. So be sure to check those out on Spotify or Apple podcast or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'll see you soon.